Hello, hello, hello again. Welcome back to another episode of Meet Me in My Room. As always, you have your host here, Trey. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, Friday. Hello, hello, Friday. Can you please <laughs> can you please tell the people about yourself? Yes. Uh, so my name is Friday. I'm definitely the best day of the week. <laughs> um, I'm a singer, songwriter, performer here from Toronto. Um, I am an entrepreneur, businesswoman. Uh, mm-hmm. What else? I'm a Leo. Yeah. And Danny, tell my age. I mean, like, I'm I'm you... golden twenty seven. Right. Right. No <laughs> secret out here. Okay. We twenty seven. <laughs> um so today today uh we're actually asking the question what happened to the pop star dream i think a lot of people you know especially like in the 90s 80s i'm sure um you know growing up you we kind of have like this view of or we had this view of what you know the pop star dream was and Mm -hmm. the work that went into it the um the look the the talent like the the need to to work really 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 hard every single day at your craft to really hone it and do what you do mm-hmm. um and there was this this drive that a lot of us had and we looked at people like you know beyonce or i mean destiny Childs as a whole but beyonce mm-hmm. uh you know, mm-hmm. tlc britney spears even like at the time you know the backstreet boys in sync like these people that were um really kind of at the height of of what we wanted to be in that age compared to now where it's like anybody can kind of just become famous like famous so so accessible you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like with tiktok and instagram and all the things that we use today so um how do you feel about it and what do you think happened social media (laughs) (laughs) social media because because everything is so in your face and everybody wants things right now and like people's attention spans have have shortened so much Mm -hmm. uh Social media is the cause, right? Uh, everybody wants to, nobody wants to see the progress or know that there's fear work behind it. They just want instant gratification. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yep. Um, and I feel like that takes it away from the artists who have put in the work, who are struggling, but, and aren't getting the numbers because, mm-hmm. you know, people are, are getting, I guess, what they want to see. If that right. Matters you know yeah yeah there's that like lack of authenticity right because we um and i've talked a little bit about this in previous podcasts but we we do a lot of work to curate what happens on social media and um even when we feel like we're being authentic we're we're even curating that right so when it comes to Mm -hmm. our artistry like nobody wants to put up you know a bad rehearsal nobody wants to put up a bad note or or a Mm -hmm. bad show or you know what i mean because then it doesn't feel impressive right and on social media like so much of you know every post can be your first and last shot (laughs) yeah you know so there's there's this this kind of layer of added pressure because then you know the authenticity in our creativity is now taken away because we're only showing what feels perfect we're not Mm -hmm. we're not showing the rest of what's going on Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean like i won't even lie i'm I'm a, a product of that like, right. I listen. I'm gonna be very honest with you guys. I <laughs> suck at social media. Right. I suck. But like, when it comes to like putting in the work for 
recording a track during my dance rehearsals, getting ready for a performance. I'm on it, but right. I'm so in involved in that whole process that I forget about social media and I forget mm -hmm. about posting that stuff. And even when I'm doing it, I'm just like, mm, I don't want to do this because this is like really rough. I'll show them like the final stages, right? Kind of thing. And so we get caught up in like trying to be perfect because that's what we see. You mm -hmm. never really get the raw behind the scenes. You don't. You didn't know that. I was running on the treadmill to get my breathing right, to hit a note. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what we now don't get when it comes to these artists. It's all about just what they look like. Are they mm -hmm. digestible for for um, the mainstream people? Because so people are popping out left, right, and center, I'm finding, that right. are, are crappy. I mean, I'm not going to hate on nobody. Do your right. thing, get your money. But like, that aren't talented, that, that, songs are have no substance but yet they're blowing up because it's what's in right now and it's yeah. like i find like music is now becoming like a fad right because um anybody now can just decide i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop doing hustling or i'm mm -hmm. gonna stop i'm gonna stop my day job i'm just gonna become a singer i'm gonna be a rapper and i'm like right. what i feel offended and right. again not to get at nobody but like i feel offended because I've been doing this for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? People have been mm -hmm. out there putting in the work, grinding for years, and you find that other people just get it because they did something trendy on right. social media, and now, oh my God, that's the new it person. Yeah, which is like messed, which it's messed up, and 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 of course, you know, nobody's hate. I think we get the things that we're we're meant for, you know, or that Definitely. are meant for us. Okay, I kind of want to use like Mooney Long as the example. Mm -hmm. And I love her, you know, I love hours and hours, like love her. But there's a part of me that is bothered, not by her, but mm -hmm. by the fact that when she was, I think Priscilla Renee Priscilla was her name Renee, before. Listen, right. listen, I remember watching her on YouTube back in the day right. when she was doing all her writing. Like alternative. And her, and mm -hmm. Yes. And I didn't realize that it was her until I saw her. Sorry to cut you off, but okay. until I saw her post on Instagram and said, yo, these are things that I did. And I said, oh my God, oh my God. I used to love Priscilla Renee. Right. Right. Oh. But yeah, okay, go ahead. No, but, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, like when you know, you know, like she's had like a lot of different phases, like an alternative phases and, and just... I I love Priscilla Renee. So when when she came out as Mooney Long, like I didn't even realize it was Mooney Long. People were talking about hours and hours, and I hadn't heard it yet. It was it was it gone viral. Yeah. Um, and then I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I saw her face on my TV on the Spotify thing. I was like, wait, what? And then I started to like look into it, and I was like, oh my gosh. And it, it it's like, why did all her other work not matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody knows anything about who she is before hours and hours. And 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 that that's like, she had to like you know. I don't know her story of how she got too many long, but you know, it's like she had to do this rebrand to become this like sexy, more sultry, yep. sellable person, something that's more digestible to like yep. people every day. And that's hurtful. That's so hurtful because I wonder, not to say this isn't who she is in her artistry today. Obviously this is who she is and this is what she become, but where she, where, or sorry, who she's become, but you, now you have people over here like, mm, who is she before? Like, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> she was an artist. She was still an artist before she, she was always, know, yep. this. Why does none of that matter? Why does all that drive and all that work and all the, you know, her other stuff not matter? Because today we see this, you know, more sellable version of who she is. And again, mm -hmm. not to take away from her artistry, that song is dope, you know, and she looks dope. I'm just saying like, I just wonder, 
and obviously I haven't asked her, but I wonder, (laughs) (laughs) was it a matter of like trying to rebrand and remarket to sell, you know? Right. And like, there's, I mean, as an artist and as a female black artist, there's a lot of things that put you back, (laughs) Um, especially because like within that there's colorism within the black community and like the moment that you're, you're a dark skinned female artist, like it's harder to sell. Of course. And like you then have to kind of rebrand again, like you said, with what she did, rebrand and like make yourself digestible for everybody else. You're not going to get the same opportunities that I'm sorry, a lighter skinned mm-hmm. person would. And yep. it definitely sucks because that takes away from the actual genuine talent. Right. Right. Um, like even when it comes to my own stuff, like mm-hmm. I I make or I call it pot fusion mm-hmm. because I honestly take elements from everything from house, EDM, soul, funk, R and B, pop, mm-hmm. right? And I mash up and make it a, my own vibe. And even with that, people are like, "Oh, so you do the white people music?" And I'm just like, right. oh. I like mean, what? I make music, right, <laughs> right, right." I'm like. Even with that, like, it was harder for me to find, like, myself within the music industry here in Toronto because Toronto's very clicky. It's very, it has its own niche now, and I mm-hmm. feel like it's stuck. Yep. And within that, I had to then create my own shit so I felt comfortable and I could still put out my own stuff. I put on my own shows because mm-hmm. I didn't find that any show opportunity was, like, I won't say for me, but it wasn't catered to, I guess, the alternative people in, right. within the music industry, right? Yep. Um, and it's it's just nobody really sees the hard work that you do behind the scenes to get to where you are. They mm-hmm. just wanna they just wanna see Be the right right exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're like get to the point. Like they just want to see the the end. Um, yeah, and it's it's you know when it comes to your music, like I you know I've always been a, a huge fan and um beyond just because of the fact that I'm your friend, but because the fact that you you are raw talent, you know, and having like black vocals on dance tracks is <laughs> the dopest thing. Um, and like also people being like, oh, like, so you do white music. I'm like, you guys just also don't know your roots because it's right. actually not white music, <laughs> but okay. <Right. laughs> if you know where these sounds, where these house sounds came from, where the EDM came from, not white sounds, but fine. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I can relate to the fact of having to figure out, and I think that's why I've I've had such a um, intimidating time. It's finding a finding a niche that's yours, not mm-hmm. something that is like the Toronto sound. You know, I know there was mm-hmm. one point where, um, you know, where I was in the studio more, um, you know, back in like you know a couple years back when we were in the same when we were at the same studio. Yeah. And during that time, I was really intimidated because I I knew that I know that my voice is different. And I, I was trying to figure out how to make it fit into the Toronto sound, you know, because I felt like that was the only way that I could move is if I was sellable, you know, because I know like I'm, I'm light skinned, I'm a boy, a man, I've got tattoos. Like I'm, I'm, I am sellable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I I don't. Right. I cute. I'm cute. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to be an artist who's who makes it because they're sellable or because they're cute. You know what I mean? I want to be an artist who people are like, oh, he's actually so dope. You know, like 
he's inspiring he's whatever and and you've inspired me a lot when it has come to like creating wonderlust and all these things that you've done to oh. to make yourself a space that that when because there wasn't one for you and that that's really yeah. inspiring to me and that is to me like the pop star dream <laughs> you know that oh, is like creating spaces you. of course of course that's like creating space saying like i'm not going to you know fall into a mold like i'm going to be different yeah. um and and i'm going to i'm i'm going to if there's not a show i'm going to make a show like if there's yeah. not an opportunity i'm going to make that opportunity and um we don't see that so much in the toronto music scene at least um because people are really like you said clicky and it's very much like who do you know you know yeah. what local artists are you close to who's who, who do you stand beside like it's not so much um about like authentic talent and you know if you talk to individuals in the community they want authentic talent and they are interested in it but the masses that's just that's not the deal and I don't yeah. know when I know it was social media you know but it's just like when did it get this way like yeah. I, I was just talking the other day about like remember Facebook back in the day when we used to just like post unhinged photos and like we'd have albums of like 200 photos that were unfiltered and or if they were filtered it was like through picnic you know same yes. <laughs> used for, like MySpace and stuff like it was just I don't know it was it was so much more authentic like vibes to girl we were on vibes to <laughs> and I feel like oddly enough that was like our authentic selves you know what I mean like oh my god we were we it wasn't the same it was more about like being you loudly than it was yes. about perfectionism and showing like the perfect side to things you know we used to like write notes on Facebook and have whole thought pieces and you know all Listen. these right all these things that were authentic and you could be bold loudly and it was fine you know and it's like now we're trying to now everything is about perfection and now everything is not is not a, nothing's about the process it's only about the result and yes and that's that's um that's scary super scary like I'm even you bringing up Facebook I'm laughing because I'm like yo the way that you could you felt free enough mm -hmm. to just post like just your random thought put up a poem but one time I went back and I was reading like a, a little shitty little poem that I wrote yeah. I was like ew I'm looking back I'm like I'm cringing <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's like nobody really really cared for you to be perfect and nobody was there to right. judge you yeah right if mm -hmm. they were your people then they will obviously comment and show you love and if they didn't really care for the notes or whatever they wouldn't say anything now i feel like right. because there's so much people feel the need to say something all the time yeah that like again it takes it away from actually going through the whole raw process and like and 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 showing the behind the scenes and showing the ugly cries oh my god if i could tell you guys <laughs> how many times i've cried yeah. in this in this industry from losing mm. people to thinking that you know you're not good enough to to the ups and downs like it's a lot but right then like if you were to actually show all of that would people appreciate it or are they just really into okay they see the glitz and the glam and that's all that's the whole pop star dream right right but and that's the thing it's like they don't even it's like i wonder if it's like a matter of not caring until you're somebody right like right you know if you know i mean we've watched britney breakdown right oh yeah and it's like oh yeah it's like okay well that's authentic and that's real and that's fine because she's already somebody but 
that process doesn't seem to matter if you're not somebody, right? Like nobody cares to watch your vlog if you have a hundred followers, you know, your vlog about like your day, mm -hmm. nobody cares, you know? But if you have a million followers, like, yeah, we want to know what your day is. We want to know how you got 10 million followers. We want to know what you do on the daily basis that makes you quote unquote better than, you know, the rest of us or mm -hmm. more um, believable or whatever it is. Um, I think like for me, like I know I like to see the process, <laughs> you know, it makes me feel more connected to somebody seeing the process um, and watching like, you know, I've always been like a really big live music person. Like I yeah. will watch, I can at any point tell you like a hundred different live performances to watch on YouTube because that's what I'm into, you know, I'm into like being there and, and connecting and, and, and the spiritual, um, like energy that music provides, you know, yeah. you know, when you're like singing and like, you are at the height of like some weird, like, are you just you like, even just like singing alone or a trance? Yeah. Like you you're just, into you're into this vibe and you're just like, you disappear and then you come back. You're like, Oh, I was gone. Like, yeah. It's just it's very otherworldly and it, and I feel like it's like it connects us you know to God it connects us to higher power like it just it it's so it's it's so I'm so passionate for it so when these things are happening it's very much like I feel like the pop star dream was created from that drive and from that energy and now we're left to figure it out on our own and I don't think you know when it comes to social media like I don't I don't think it's bad you know I think that social media has provided a lot of really good beneficial things to the music industry. I just Almost think definitely. that there's, there is a lot of damaging aspects of it that take away from the point, you know what I mean? Yeah. From the purpose of why people do what, you know, why we do what we do when we create things. And I feel like, I feel like there, again, I'll go back to the thing that there's no more substance within music. And I feel like music is, is a healing method you know yeah. and mm -hmm. like what you're, everything that you do you're supposed to do with intent yeah you can make catchy songs cool you have that hit banger but like everything needs to be needs to have intention because mm -hmm. you're touching people's soul like it's right. music is on a different frequency hence the reason why you know back to what you say it's a connection to god it's a connection to to something that's higher than us like right. us as musicians we are messengers mm -hmm. <laughs> right and so I feel like that's what separates us from, you know, the instant, instant pop people, because as a complete musician or singer, dancer, whatever, we are messengers. We're here to send a message and everything that we're supposed to do again is supposed to be intentional. But right. like with all these, these quick songs that they put out, cool, it's cool at the moment, but then again, you're not memorable. There's nothing, there's nothing there you could easily be here today and gone tomorrow. What do you have at the back that's going to be longevity? You know what right. I mean? And like, I feel like, again, that's the difference between the no now the pop star dream. There's no longevity. You don't, you're not legendary. Right. You know what I mean? You become a legend when you die, but like, what do you have? Nothing. Right. You just have these quick little fads, these quick little trends. And then everybody else who I feel is putting in that effort that, you're taking the time to put in your heart and soul. Cause every time I put in a song or I write a song that takes a piece out of me, I'm letting you right. into my world, right? into all my hurt, into my happiness, into my frustration and, you know, trying to heal you as I'm healing myself. Yeah. Right. And so <clears throat> again, the, the difference is like now there's, n there's no substance within the pop star um, dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I, 
I don't think people always understand like this aspect, you know, and when people have talked to me about, or when I've just, just talked to people in general about my um, kind of just like my lack of confidence when it comes to like f pursuing music. And, and I don't think that people understand. It's not a matter of being like, Oh, I want to make sure I sound good. Like I know that I can sing. I know that I sound good, but like when I'm praying to God, thank you. When I'm praying to God about music, I'm asking him to give me the strength to heal people. You know what yeah. I mean? I say, God, I'm not asking to be Beyonce. You know what I mean? Yeah. But give me the give me the strength to sit down and pour my heart out. You know what I mean? Give me the the focus to, you know, to 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 be serious about what I'm doing. Give me the like bless me with the ability to heal people because that's what I want to do ultimately. You know what I mean? Like when I think to some artists and and what they've done for me, um, emotionally during a time of my life, like I want to be that for people. You know, yeah. think about something like My Mind by Yeba. <laughs> that yep. came out years ago and years ago live and like nobody really knew it <laughs> and it's it was like I was showing everyone that I was like you guys you need to hear that and I would have people like this is back when I lived in my apartment on the beaches and I had people on my couch crying like I'd bring different friends to my house they'd be I'd be like guys want to watch something like and my friends are bawling like why are you doing this all my coworkers at the time all had to watch that with me and they all cried and yeah. it was something that I watched touch every person's heart around me in yeah. a different way even if they weren't necessarily sad or going through a breakup or whatever it is, they felt those things and they felt what she was doing there. Yeah, and it's like it's now, now that that Yeba is Yeba, you know what I mean? Now that Yeba is, you know, thinner and has the longer hair and has a different vibe. All of a sudden everyone's like, well, Yeba, Yeba, Yeba. And I'm like, yeah. oh, interesting. Because when Yeba was just Yeba on stage as herself in this like, you know, cardigan thing with her like little short mom haircut y'all had nothing to say yeah you know what i mean y'all weren't doing the same the people who knew she, who she was was but it, it wasn't the same and again it's like damn like don't get me wrong i every performance every live performance of y'all is incredible um and again i'm not taking disgusting disgusting like so rude <laughs> so probably like, mm, can I even sing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Her runs is probably doing runs, and I'm like, where did you get those notes from? Can, uh, like, is it where can I access? Can I buy them right. on Amazon? Like, how do you? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do here? Um, and and so again, like, not to take anything away from who she is today, and obviously, you know, timing is meant. Again, we get things when we're meant to have them, but yeah, it's it's weird to see this not such a huge rebrand. You know, she's obviously just grown as an artist, but. I just wonder where everyone was, you know, five years ago yeah, when she was, she did something. She has not done anything like my mind. I, every single performance I will stand for, but my mind is on another unbelievable. level. Unbelievable. Listen, right. I remember when I first saw that video, I was in England at the time. I was mm -hmm. with my boyfriend and, um, <laughs> I probably, he's probably gonna get mad at this, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um listen we were in our little little cottage space at the time and then he's in the bathroom I'm on my laptop and I'm listening to this because I was looking at the so far in mm -hmm. London to perform and stuff mm. um, I was like I need I need places to perform I need I need yeah. to do something right and so I stumbled upon a thing after I signed up for so far and I was like oh my god oh my god right. I said, baby 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 he's in the bathroom literally in the bathroom I opened the door I said listen to this I sat on the floor <laughs> with him I sat on the floor with him and I watched it and I said this girl's fantastic and it's like 
again, like music is supposed to do that for you. It's supposed right. to, I mean, not make you storm into the washroom while your boyfriend's using <laughs> it, but it's supposed to put you in chance and make you want to listen. You know right. what I mean? It's supposed mm-hmm. to take you somewhere because that I felt it in my heart. I was like, yep. I have never lived with a man until going to England. Right. But, like, I felt that. I never yeah. had that experience that she had, but I felt that. I was like, mm-hmm. looking at him like, if you. <laughs> If you ever, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. Right, literally though, literally like you're like, don't play with me, don't play with me, because this is what it's giving. Like, yeah, uh, but that's the thing. You like you said, like you didn't even have that experience yet, and you felt what she was feeling, and it's like that's that's the point. Like that's what music's supposed to do. Music's supposed to transform you. It's supposed to take you to places. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not supposed to. I don't know. I you know sometimes people will say like, oh my gosh, like this artist just died, and I'm like, who is that? I'm like right. you know that song like na 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 na, and they just like will do like the little thing, and I'm like, oh, I think I heard that like on TikTok one time, like in a video. <laughs> like I don't want to be that. I don't want to be right. someone being like, oh yeah, Trey died, uh, and everyone's like, who's that? And you're like, oh, that one song, that one time that was popular for thirty seconds. Like, are you joking? No, no, absolutely right. not. When I think about artists and I'm obsessed with, like, okay, obviously, Yeb was one of them. Kimbra. You know, I have been obsessed with Kimbra. From when we were young. <laughs> like, high school times, okay? I remember, like, um, so, for people don't know, who don't know, I went to a performing arts school, um, as did Friday. And, um, but that's not where we met. We That was separate schools. We actually have been friends since elementary school, babe. Yeah, some of them are, like, 12 um, years old. Not to put it out there, but to put it out Literally, there. literally from 12 years old. It's out there. Um, Eating all his food at his mom's house. It's fine. Literally all of my house. Out of all of my cupboards. Like, <laughs> we live in mom. We did not live in the hood, okay? I don't know what you thought you was doing taking off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I felt like I was, like, the community house. Like, all of our friends came to my house. Like, yes. everyone would just come to hang out in my basement. Like, that was, like, the place and um yeah um i love that but um right the good old days for real for real um (laughs) i was gonna bring something up but i'm gonna bring it up later um (laughs) i can't wait for you yeah yeah ramel messaged me the other day or i had messaged him or one of us messaged each other and and i was like oh well and then i had this like flashback of like one time with all of us and i was like oh my gosh you have to know the time i'm talking about (laughs) Was that when I like got passed out drunk? So yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we were so young. What were we doing? Passed out drunk. There was that weird shot with a little bug in it that yes. like Sean and, and Armel did. Like, I don't know. That was a crazy time. That was a crazy time. Um, but all that to say, I I remember like when I first heard Kimbra, there was a um a like we were doing um rehearsal for a show that was coming in, and we used to the younger grades like we'd watch you know the different the different like the dancers or the you know, while the dancers were on, um, like we, the, the singers would watch, and then while the singers mm-hmm. were on, the dancers would watch, and whatever it was. And um, I remember the dance class; they did this song, they this whole choreo to settle down, and it was so incredible. Like I was just like, wow. And specifically, like I don't remember anyone else in the choreo- choreography except for um, this one of my friends at the time called Zara. Well, she wasn't my friend yet, but became. And I will never forget watching her do this. She was so. She just, and just the way she translated that song into her body was, first of all, insane. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, that song just did something to me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go look up Kimbra and whatever. I fall upon this performance of Plain Gold Ring by Nina Simone. But um, the version Kimbra did was on this, like, the Rockwood stage. And she's in this, like, green velvet dress with like, a little frilly, like, looking like pilgrimy looking, like, dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, she had these bangs and this bob that she's had forever. Uh, and yep. <laughs> And... 
she starts singing this song and she has like a loop pedal and she's doing her harmonies in the loop pedal and then and then sing the song and the melody in the song and, and then and she starts belting and just going off and I was like who is this white girl from the Netherlands what's right. going on here hold on and and I was so inspired by her artistry and every time she performed that song she performed it differently and I was like this is it like this is somebody and I and I know she's never gonna be Beyonce because of what the industry is but like she deserves yeah. it like she she just does such different innovative things and like that's the kind of stuff that moves me and inspires me and when I think about our craft I that's what I what I want to be I don't want to be regular you yeah. know and again I, it doesn't mean I'm trying to be Beyonce it doesn't mean I'm trying to be Mariah Carey you know what I mean it doesn't mean I'm trying to be Rihanna or anything no I want to be Rihanna um <laughs> but it, it means that like I just <laughs> Like I want to be Rihanna, actually, um, <laughs> not pregnant Rihanna though, because that would not be my baby daddy. But you know, um, so yeah, I just, I just, I'm just so inspired by those things, and and that's what brings me back to to you know being inspired by you and, and just the way that people um, have just the way we've kind of lost that pop star dream scares me because I thought that just really fueled us as kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely inspiration because. <clears throat> Granted, we didn't have like the inside scoop or the inside access that we do now right. when it comes to the artists back then, but we saw the hard work that they put in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even like starting from like, what is it? Mickey Mouse Club. Like, oh, we yeah. literally watched all of them grow up right. and put in the work and see the results when it comes to it. That's why, from the moment that I heard Beyonce, they're running on the treadmill, I'm like, okay, I got to do it. And right. I remember. Even like, it's funny because as an artist, you're very sensitive. Right. <laughs> and I remember um, my mentor at the time was like, You need to run on a treadmill. Like, your breathing is bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, What? Are you trying to call me fat? Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, like, I didn't take him to the back. Like, I was trying to do that at first when. I first heard that, you know, Beyonce's dad made all of them run on the treadmill so that they can sing and dance and whatever. Right. But then when I'm when you hear it from somebody else who's in your circle, I was like, what? You're, you're an asshole. Like, what? Right. And then so finally rude. when I did it, <laughs> I remember, I was like, oh, I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Okay, you're right. right. Um, but, like, again, like, you, you didn't have the inside access to what they're doing, but you knew that the work was was there you right. saw the evidence and it wasn't like it wasn't an instant thing like you watched their progress and right. again not to take away from these instant um famous kids because to be honest they're working smart right they, for sure please <laughs> they know what you're, to do right and they're getting the bag like get your yes, bag honey work smarter not harder but right. when you want to last you got to have the, the the work ethic behind you. You have to have that that training and all that behind you to right. at least, you know, last and be legendary. They always say um, what you want doesn't come easy to you. Right. So, I mean, I did go on tangents around, but fine. No, 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 no. The, the, you know, you're per- that's perfect. That's perfect. It's exactly it. Like, you're right. I mean, this is why, you know, I'm not hating on them. They are making a bag and they're they're working in a way that we're not, they're doing things we're not doing, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, to make their bag. But, you know, the difference between a lot of, you know, again, I'm using Beyonce as an example, because how can I not? She's <laughs> been in the game for like 30 years yeah. plus, like, 30 you know, plus, 30 yeah. plus years, like, 
how sway how like but again like it's because she has she the work ethic the like you know beyond just having the talent she has the work ethic you know and she's been doing it and she's been constantly working to make herself relevant again you know what mm -hmm. i mean um and but she's only able to pivot each and every time because she already has a strong foundation right mm -hmm. with, with a lot of this kind of like this temporary frame fame there's not a foundation and without that foundation things just fall apart and so there's not longevity you know there's not very many artists that i can think of today that i think will be legends you know come 45 years 40 50 years from now there yeah. are some of them like i'm not gonna hate like because you know i'm a doja fan i'm a doja stan oh, I, listen i was waiting for us to talk about doja because okay, we baby, can talk about doja <laughs> if you if you hear this doja just know that i definitely love you okay mm -hmm. you are going to be my friend and mm -hmm. well you're we gonna be, be my girlfriend right okay? just period. Say that out loud. Per. period per you don't know yet <laughs> but shit i'll do it we'll be friends and then we can lead up to that but okay <laughs> but like yeah even when it comes to doja the first time i ever heard that cat mao cow song, moo thank you hi <laughs> cat mao moo sister <laughs> you know <laughs> your, your animals like, right even when i first heard that i was like what stupid shit is this right <laughs> <laughs> and then i done seen you at the at the show on stage with her shaking my stage. ass on her yes. <laughs> i was like this is the stupidest song but she was so infectious but then yeah. she was able to you know still be authentically herself with those foolish songs right and then produce some real tracks that i'm like yo I'm feeling this one. Like, right. I like this one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's substance behind. You could tell that she she's a fire writer. She could, oh, <laughs> yeah. She could write anything to anybody for anybody. Like, she can write. The way she, her versatility is disgusting. Like, yep. the way she switches up her flow, like, alone in every single song. You know what I mean? Like, everything is different. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, but that sounds like this. Mm, you know, that sounds like her flow on that. Like, Mm -hmm. she always is giving it something to you differently um and you know even like i'm thinking back to like even before Mo like listening to like so high he got me so high he got me so high. imagine <laughs> i sing like that um <laughs> that song on like soundcloud i was already like oh i love this and so when Moo came out i didn't even realize it was the same person like it didn't really click for me yeah um but when I when I watched Moo, honestly, I'm not gonna. I can't say like, oh, I thought it was dumb. Like, you know, I was obsessed. I was like, <laughs> what is this? Who is this girl? I'm in love with her, love Thickiana. Like, I my gay as hell. I don't care. I'm. I will date Doja Cat. That will be my wife. That will be my woman. Okay. <laughs> right. We even fought. To. Whatever needs to happen, my baby. We got this. Like, I was I was obsessed. And so you know, like when the, when the concert happened, like that was crazy because I was in the back. I, not, not not the very back, but I was in the back. I was pretty far back. People couldn't see me. And it was only because audience members saw my outfit of me wearing like this body, this full fishnet bodysuit, short jean shorts, high Doc Martens. Yeah. And then this, this, um, like that uh cow print jean jacket, like off the shoulder, like a spiky choker, just being dramatic. But audience members had seen me, and when they were looking for people to, for, for the song, people started to push me, just push me for I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and it's I had said, like, my goal tonight, I'm gonna be on stage with Doja Cat, because at the time I had seen a couple concerts, I'm doing that. But yeah. then because of where I was standing, I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm just too far. 
people start pulling me, pulling me, pulling me forward, pushing me. And the people on stage see me and they call me up. And I was the only guy up there. I was killing it. These girls could not it. shake you their ass like life. I could, okay? I was living my best <laughs> life. I had all these people coming up to me after the show. And so I was like, oh, my God. On the street. I'm on Trick Street now. That happened on Queen West, like, near almost Osington at Velvet Underground. I was now, I mean, near almost Bathurst. I was now on Church Street, Young and Church. I mean, Church and Wellesley. And people were like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, weren't you at the Doja Cat concert? Weren't you shaking on stage? I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is for the night. Um, uh... <laughs> um, but like, I was just, I was just so obsessed. And something that Doja Cat continues to do is she continues to like step the bar up. Like, yep, she's not, you know, she's now, and it's funny now too because people don't know Doja used to dance. So now when she's doing her little choreo and stuff, people are shook. They're like, wait, what is that Doja giving <laughs> us dance? But the one thing she's doing the whole time, my favorite Lib- Libra queen, is she's being authentic. Yep. She's being dumb and I'm silly kidding. and funny and the same person she is on TikTok and on Instagram and on Twitter. And none of that takes away from like her artistry. It adds to it because of how authentic she is, you know? Yeah. Completely. And I feel like nowadays, especially like just having this conversation with you, I, like I feel like the pop star dream now is just like whatever you make it out to be. Like, because right. um, speaking on my own experience, like Obviously, I want Grammys. Obviously, I want the recognition. But like, right. the moment that I have a solid foundation of 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 listeners and fans and people mm-hmm. who truly love and want to hear what I have to say, I feel like that's when I've made it. Exactly. Because, you know, you literally have a consistent following basis that want to hear more of what you have to say. And I was like, then I feel like I've done my job. And if it gets bit better, or sorry, bigger and bigger and bigger then oh my god thank you that's an added plus that's a cherry on top right but, like i'm gonna do what i have to do to make the pop star dream the way that my reality and i feel like doja definitely did that because mm-hmm. she was so authentically herself she didn't go give a fuck what anybody had to say right and now everything that she's getting i'm not taking away any work but anything that everything that she's getting now now that's an added bonus now she's getting mm-hmm. all her recognition now you get extra 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 on top of that because she built her fan base and like i mean what are you without new fans right 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 and that's such a good point like it's exactly what you said it's like you know the moment of making it i don't think obviously like a grammy is all you know we all want a grammy like we all want yeah. a grammy you know we all want that's like that's like something we see in childhood and it's like oh my god um but i feel like as i'm getting older i'm like you know and you, you again we have too much access right we start to learn all the yeah. politics and it's like mm, do i care about a grammy like there's a lot of politics like why is justin Bieber winning again weird um <laughs> very weird very strange definitely very strange um Especially when we've had like, you know, we, we have like so many iconic albums coming out and then like the most random people win. We're just like, how did you get that? Yeah. Um, but, you know. Who is voting? <laughs> who is voting? Who is voting? Can, can I have access to them? Because they're wrong and I want, they're tired and they're wrong. Um, but like, you know, like you said, like you're nothing without your fans. Like that's exactly it. Building a following and having people who like authentically want to listen to you talk every day. People... <laughs> This podcast, people that listen to this podcast, people message me on this podcast, and people that listen to it every single Wednesday at 7 a.m. I'm like, really? You're doing that? I love that for you. I'm shook. I'm shook when it happens. And because I always say, like, I've always said from the beginning, if one person's listening, I'm happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So to think that even more, you know, one would be nice. And even more than that, are people are, are actually listening and asking me, when, you know, what the next po- episode is going to be about or asking me to be on it or, or whatever. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So to think, like, 
you know, and obviously it's, it's a still a small podcast, but I'm just saying those moments are, are such blessings to me. So to think like musically, it's like thinking about having a fan base that listens to you regularly or authentically and, you know, wants more stuff and wants your videos. And, you know, that, that is what, like you said, it's, it's I, to me, that would be the pop star dream too. Just, just having that base, that fan base. Yeah. You know, someone's going to like watch, like, I mean, pay for like a concert and come watch you and like shout for you in real life, you know? Right. That's even to say, like, when I when I first did Wanderlust, like, oh my god, when I first did Wanderlust, I was stressed. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like that all started because I had I at first I was managed with two people, um, and they're like, okay, well, you're putting out music, we want to do a live performance because you're sick at performing, whatever, whatever. Um, let's put it together so at least you know people can see you and 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 hear you and I was like yeah. okay yeah, I'm down I had flown out to Miami to go work with some people and at the time um, I was like okay get everything ready uh, that way when I come everything's blessed obviously I come back that wasn't done so <laughs> I I took my skills from George Brown event planning um, and <laughs> put it together with Felicia um, and even with that, like being stressed out, trying to put that together last minute and actually right. seeing the people and putting together the artists, the lineup of right. artists to perform and seeing people come out. Oh, my heart was so full. I cried. I cried right. when the show was over. Right. I was so thankful. Like you guys actually took the time out, took your money right. to come and see little old me that like I was literally just starting out. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember that was it was like small Friday days. Yeah, I was right. just starting out. It was 2017 when I first did the first one, and then 2018 to actually hear like from other people after the first show, like, "Yo, did you hear about Wanderlust? Did you hear about Wanderlust?" Like, da -da -da. I was like, right. "Really?" Right. So, like, and these are like small things that you would never think would be like super huge, but they were like super huge to me because nobody had to show up. Right. Exactly. Zero people could show up, and that would be it right so people spent their hard-earned money to come and like watch that's yeah. beautiful well i'm gonna get my music together so i can come for my wanderlust yes absolutely um and yeah that's that's awesome i um have loved this conversation so much i feel like i i think about this often and it's really nice to talk to like another creative in the city um who knows you know every you know everywhere's different and i feel like yeah. toronto has its very own like little industry drama situation oh, yeah. and you know it's hard to work with people in toronto um because <laughs> it's really easy to get jaded real quick but i hope that you continue to do you and um we can't put friday on the back burner because yeah. you're just too popping for that and i'm waiting for the day that you just blow up like beyond belief oh thank you um of course darling i will be right there um yes styling <laughs> me right right um we'll see you know i'd be like i'd be like mm. i know <laughs> not me styling you like all your videos and i'd be like mm, but i don't know <laughs> um but no absolutely um but thank you so much for taking the time to like sit today and talk to me about this i really really love this yes thank you for having me i loved being on here um honestly every time like I have to like talk to people. I'm like, oh my God, am I gonna say anything that's okay? But no, you would definitely make 
made me feel comfortable. Good, good. <laughs> and listening to all your other podcasts, like, nah, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to be a part of this and to be a part of your, like, to be a part of your journey, baby. Like, mm, we started off you. as babies. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bitches and haters I... can't test. Don't <laughs> 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 even get me started on that. That was our click, baby. That was our click. That was our group. <laughs> but yeah we definitely started off as babies and i'm so happy to you know be a part of your journey every step of the way and thank you for having me and i i hope i did you proud on this you did you did i love this you're like the perfect person to have this conversation with when i put this topic and i didn't know who it was going to be with then we were on the on on facetime that i was like god she's the one and i thought you were going to pick that one so i was really glad you did i didn't want to like influence your decision but i was glad that that was a topic that you were you were down for yeah, we're on um, the same wavelength, always. Always, always. Um, so guys, listeners, if you are looking for Miss Friday on Instagram, can you tell them where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, all social media. This is Friday, so this is, and then Friday spelled F-R-I-D-A-E-E, two E's, not a Y. Um, you can find my music on all streaming platforms. Just put in Friday. Um, yeah, and guys, I'm just going to plug myself in. Um, <laughs> no, do it. Do get, it. Totally do it. This is the time, babe. Get ready, because Wanderlust is going to happen this year. So I want you to be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. Um, when tickets go on sale, guys, grab those tickets and come to the show. It's going to be amazing. We have an amazing lineup for all, of artists. I'll be headlining. Um, yeah, and we have lots of giveaways. And mm-hmm. it's going to be great. We need it for this city, because we've yes. been in and out, in and out of lockdown and like we need something to vibe out celebrate love life and summer and a good vibe period period <laughs> no awesome that's dope um i'm really excited for wonderlust i hope you all are too please make sure you go check out friday on spotify i'm telling y'all you will not be disappointed okay i listen to hire like every day do not <laughs> you will not be disappointed y'all um thank you as always it has been nice it has been fun it has been cute Make sure you all check in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. It is your host, Trey. It has been beautiful. Have such a nice night, guys. Or morning, whenever y'all are listening. Peace out. Peace out. Bye.